okay. What the fuck me? Hold on. Okay, cool. I'm Gucci. Welcome back to our bro backers and lush ladies. Brown boys, we made it. Your host, cute boy Rom. Co-host, Deezy Hippie Vic. What's up, Vic? Hey, Rom. Not much. Just hanging out. Just, you know, a leaf in the tree. One with the others. Just flapping in the wind, buddy. Just flapping in the wind. How are you, bro? Good, man. It's hump day. You already know. Yeah, dude, hump on. Hump on? Yeah, dude, as in, like, keep on humping because it's hump day. That's what I'm doing, man. Just getting active this week. So Just I getting over a hump. Ready for the next hump. Just going on, dude. Just If if you're stuck on hump day, brown boys are here to tell you that it's okay. You know what I mean? You got a whole new fresh start for the end of the week. Um, given it's not the you know start of the week, but any week can start any day you want. Okay, so there's a fresh Max. new day the next day. So um, just take a deep breath. It's all good, baby. It's all good. Just take a deep breath. Um, yeah. Speaking of getting stuck, boy Ron was getting stuck trying to do this intro. Ain't that right? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we should do a. A highlight of uh, a couple of the slip up intros. I think that that would be hilarious. Yeah, Rom was um, doing multiple things at once. Um, finished one thing and tried to get right into another. And it's like trying to uh, you know in a triathlon, you're not gonna jump from the swimming portion onto the biking portion without putting on your biking shoes. You know what I mean? So like you're in a transition. Um, you didn't allow yourself to transition properly, you know what I mean? But then you realized and did. And then now you're killing it, dude. You're sounding crispy. Your voice is freaking perfect. Some might say. Some might say. Some might say. Some could look it up. Hard to say actually what the facts are. Um, pointing fingers could be done, but it's hard to say. And some would say. Some would. Yeah, man. But I'll say it's a crispy 58 degrees outside right now. Um, this week, I feel like I'm, we're finally hitting some uh, fall weather, which I'm a big fan. Big fan. And, and honestly, I think I might like running in the fall more than I do like when it's uh, like getting a hoodie on. And then even though you start off cold, but then like halfway through your run, you actually start sweating. And how, like, did you, how did you know my life this morning? That was exactly me, dude. I was wearing a hoodie. I was cold at first. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I literally warmed up into it, and it felt great. I would hit patches of sun, hit patches of the shadows, and, you know, equally breezed up as as warmed up. And I was, I was just feeling great. It's exactly how I felt this morning. It's so interesting. But I was a little bit cold when I first got out there. Did you get sweaty? Uh, Ron, it's a personal question. Could you not ask that on the pod? Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I did get sweaty, Rom. Okay, jeez, now you know. <laughs> I'm sweaty boy Vic. Yeah, well, me too, man. We were twinsies because uh, I did my run this morning, and I got kind of sweaty too. What time did you do it at? Because uh, the temperatures were definitely, you know, rising as the morning progressed, but was definitely cooler towards the earlier morning what, what time did you go i was at 8 a.m boy what about wow, you wow that's warm that's coldish mm. 
It's only cold if you think it's cold. Are you uh doing the? Are you ensuring to breathe in through the nose to warm the air as it goes into your body? I only breathe through with through my nose. Oh, uh, well, nothing wrong with mouth breathers, bro. You don't have to shame us like that. I'm just saying, if everyone knows your body goes uh, works way more effectively and efficiently if you breathe in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. It's called breath work. Look it up. Honestly, dude, I probably should. You're right. My bad, dude. My bad. <laughs> My bad, dude. My bad. So Gucci, bro. That's what I'm here My for, bad. man. My bad, bro. My bad. I'm gonna look into. I'm gonna look into breath work for sure. I'm gonna look into breath work. Every single part of it. All scientific papers. All articles. All blog posts. All Twitter posts. All Instagram posts that have anything to do with it. I'm going to go to the hashtags and just learn everything to know about it. Thank you, Rom, for uh, referring me to learn more about breathwork. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Rom. This guy's still wearing two hats, dude. This guy's still wearing two hats. That's what I do, man. Uh, that's like the thing. So, uh, <laughs> my manager, he's one of those people who's like got to be the last person like working kind of thing. And I always like leave at like 5 p.m. because I like I'm gonna go play tennis in the evening. I could just have to. I almost feel like I have to like do something active almost like twice a day. Like I need twice something a in the day. like something in the morning and something in the evening. And extra, if you ask me, honestly. Well, the thing is, like one of them doesn't need to be like aggressive. Like it, like it, it could have even just been like a walk. Or I mean, I did yoga as well, I guess today. But like. I, I like to be outside twice a day if I can. And one of them a little bit more active than the other. So, yeah, like, I, I'm just sorry. Like, I, I've got to, like, I have to have my day surrounded with some outdoorsy type activity. And I can't be, like, just logged on from 8 a.m. till, uh, like, 7 p.m. each day day like five days a week like i'll go I, nuts i was thinking about being outside all day to be honest i don't know about just two times like counting them out i want to be outside all day i'm an all day outside boy well i unfortunately don't have that luxury but i like to squeeze it in and then like i'm happy to like work later afterwards like from you know seven or eight to like nine nine thirty if i have to um but yeah so i usually when i come back from tennis i always like see these chats of hey are you here uh can you do this and i'm like yeah i'll I'll get done oh i mean dude you're just honestly built so different like you just work way harder than most you understand that like work doesn't have to be so demanding and it could be something that you choose to apply when you apply it so with with this transition of thought and in consideration to your situation like how yeah your boss is the type that uh wants to be the last one working so Mm -hmm. do you you think that's healthy like i mean like there's definitely an obvious need for balance like we know that as um ones that have made it as lush ladies and bro backers know we come together as a group that collectively has made it and we know this already that like obviously balance is key but like uh i mean there's definitely an attribute that's so special and um enamoring about someone who just wants to work all the time but i feel like 
you know, if you can't turn off the switch and only refer the balance to the time of day, you know what I mean? Like, oh, these, I'm, I'm not working this time of the day and I'm working, you know what I mean? So then like, oh, the hours, the hours spent, I'm balanced. But like, I don't know. How do you feel about it, dude? So I think for him, his workload's like, probably twice as much as there's mine, a lot so. of people that are probably like going through that like you know they they want to be able to relax but they feel the you know like yeah uh, i don't know i think for me it's like you choose how you want like to live your week and whatever works for you like some people they need to work a lot monday through friday so they can literally not have to touch it like on the weekend like for me i've done that before like and it was honestly just stressful because I'd get burnt out by like Friday living for the weekend kind of thing. But the thing is, it wasn't even like living for the weekend because I'd be so burnt out by Friday that the weekend, like I didn't even want to like go out and do stuff because I was like tired. Like I would waste a whole day and like that wasn't worth it to me. So I think work from home kind of opened up a new level of flexibility where I would be able to incorporate during my gaps throughout my day. Like if I get my stuff done, then um because i i take the approach of like i'm not gonna try to knock out everything in the world every single day like it's just not feasible and it's just gonna make each day stressful i just write three things that i need to get done for that day and as long as i get those three i feel good like just broad things like exercise this. No, no no like well sort of like it's like three work things mm-hmm. that need to get done but then each day outside of work i try to do like all your regular things that you want to do yeah like yoga and some form of exercise like if i can do two get outside twice that's awesome but at least once get outside and do some sort of physical activity and then maybe like an errand here or there if i need to go to a grocery store like need to go pick something up like i'll incorporate that but so for me i feel accomplished as long as i get the three things for work done and do those and then Mm -hmm. but i understand that's going to lead to an effect of like I may have to work like an hour or two on the weekend or, you know, and like, that's fine with me. Like I'm, I rather spend a couple hours or three hours, like on the weekend doing some work than, um, than trying to like cram everything and do everything. Cause it's more of like a trickling mindset of it. Like if I feel like I need to put, do everything over during the week, it's just like a, it's almost like, I'm doing more than I even need to do and I'll find things to do. And it's just like, then it, I won't like end up going outside during right. the weekday and stuff. And like, that's a, that's a very toxic, uh, thought process. Yeah. That's a, that's a, let's just call thought loops. And that's a very toxic scenario to be in. You know, it could be happening yeah. in any scenario with work or just with creative, you know, application creatives deal with that a lot. And, you know, writer's block. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So, it is what it is, but um, being yeah. aware, I guess, of just uh, your own threshold is the key here. And I mean, if you really feel like you need to work, then work, you know what I mean? And finding, like you were saying, finding another uh, task to give yourself, like basically issuing yourself the the task of being a problem solver and creating problems to always continually solve is just the same as a thought loop that just continuously is just chasing your tail and just it's just a toxic waste of energy 
I also think of it as like sometimes people when they think about like when they're chasing goals like overdoing it and it almost has like a negative effect like oh yeah that's what i'm talking about like how to prevent that like the, it's like there, you become a, a try hard and it, when you're trying too hard it like comes off bad and then uh yeah it, it's just like i've noticed that and I, I think i learned that early on in my career of like there's like a good balance of like if you just do quality work and do it quality the, work huh and, and do it the right amount like that's enough but if you try to do like every little thing like it almost just like i think you kind of just like annoy people in a way because it is kind of toxic it's like okay dude we get it like you like found some weird thing to like go after and like do and it's like it wasn't even value add so to transition that and to apply that to my life there's actually this thing i'm i've been re inspired about this concept in which i'm practicing to really uh you know those those feelings that we've we've talked about in the past pods of just kind of being overwhelmed and just like being frantic in a way to I, I used to do this when i was in the philippines to be able to cope with us you know just craziness of the mind and just everything around and that's like just doing one thing at a time you know and really focusing because actually a big problem with our generation with uh having cell phones and like just basically screens everywhere being able to be distracted by your own watch and shit nowadays like our attention span and our ability to put out quality work when we're focusing on one thing is challenged nowadays. It's a challenge, you know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah. it's not it's totally not easy. And so like the advice you're giving is absolutely spot on in the way that it not only nurtures good habit, but it's actually the appropriate way to use your brain. You should um do one thing and put out quality work in that instead of doing 10 different things and doing and putting mediocre mediocre quality work you know yeah it kind of like comes off as like a lack of thoughtfulness i think when you do that right it's almost like um you want to wear a bunch of badges instead of uh actually yearning for the experiences right and something that's more impactful it it, it's kind of short-sightedness i think um it it's funny because there's that thing of people who tend to care less seem to like get everything that they want i think it kind of falls in that because it's not really the person cares less they just don't try so hard because they realize like there's only certain things that actually matter right 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 but it's the perspective of they're not caring i think comes more from humans who like think you have to do every little thing to like get to a certain goal i think that i think that's the goal and point where we're at and it's if anyone out there is struggling with uh you know maybe overwhelmed with work maybe overwhelmed with family stress maybe health issues with everything that's going on maybe just coping with loneliness whatever i hope I hope you can take away from something because that's something that something that's tough, <laughs> you know. Um, again, yeah, that's uh, finding the balance. Sometimes, whenever you're like you're, whenever what's a seesaw? Whenever you're on a seesaw with 
on the, with someone that's extremely heavy or let's just say an inanimate object on the other side that's extremely heavy it's just so hard to get even the shift of weight to go to the other to get to the other side to even find the edge of where balance lies you know what i mean because it just takes so much to basically get that inertia the initial inertia of movement and um i hope uh lush ladies and bro backers out there can take something love you guys i haven't told you guys that in like a pot or two honestly love you yeah, how does that make you feel um like a hypocrite because um i always advocate say love hashtag say love baby say it as much as you can i think it it's healthy and uh, i haven't said it in a while but i mean we've also explained the the turmoils and things that's been going on the blockages we've been having so we're human you know it's all good but i am really excited about about doing this meta awareness practice of doing one thing at a time and that's literally if you're eating breakfast because if you think about it like there's not many times in this day and age where you're only doing one thing at a time you know you you subliminally are doing multiple things but if you focus and just try and do one thing whether it's sitting on your phone just sit there on your phone don't try to have a conversation don't watch tv don't eat your meal while you're on you know what i mean Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like that really declutters the brain, allows for presence and appreciation. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you, Ram. Hope hope there's some light there. Thanks, Vic. Love you too, bro. Yeah, no problem, Ram. Love you too, So, anything on your checklist this week? Are you doing checklists again? checklist uh what do you mean you did weren't you doing a checklist last pod you're doing uh your little uh agenda thing i think you need to elaborate I'm, i don't remember talking about agenda um it was right before you said hey if you guys haven't already checked out the brown boys we made an instagram page go ahead and check it out uh, follow like the posts check out the photos there's some sick photos in there uh like it up DM us if you want. Uh, find us on Spotify if you haven't already, but I'm sure you have since you're listening to this. You could be on Apple, and if you are, put that five star review and going on the on the five star ticker bar. Uh, go ahead and write a review on there as well. Um, yeah, I think your checklist was right before that. I'm not sure. I could be making it up though. Yeah, I think I think you got. I think you covered the checklist. <laughs> <laughs> You like that? You like that, Rom? Dude, man. Thanks, dude. Just trying to, you know, just being creative out here. So what's been, top of, what's been top of mind for you this week, Vic? What's been top of mind? Yeah, has anything come into, like, your awareness or questions or thoughts you've had? Um, Alec Baldwin. Uh-huh. Dude. I don't know who that is. So he's this actor. So recently, he um, was on the shoot of the movie Rust, his own movie that he's starring starring in and executively producing. Um, there was multiple 
discharges a firearm so that this is a show of cowboys and such so there's guns in the movie and etc etc one thing led to another and next thing you know there was an accidental discharge of a firearm with a live round no maybe it wasn't a live round but there was a fragment inside of the bullet i mean inside of the barrel and it killed someone dude it hit a, a videographer sure. yeah the bullet hit, or the fragment hit the videographer killed her and hit the director behind her and uh i mean you can only imagine he's probably pointing the gun at the camera we've all seen these scenes in movies where the g- camera's pointing at, i mean the gun's pointing at the camera but the side of the gun dude and killed her how insane damn yeah man i hope it's not i see that's what going back to the last pod if it's all written out or not uh... exactly that's exactly what i wanted to tap into because it's like you know like is does shit really happen like what are the odds i mean yeah people have died like this before but i mean you know yeah i don't know i feel like kind of like there's unfortunate luck and in life as much as there's good luck and i yeah i don't know i think it's just tough like i, I yeah that, that's something that we'll all question and we'll never have the right answer but i think the one thing i do feel comfortable saying is like when anyone's time is to go i think it's not gonna be as like a scary experiences every uh, most people may think okay that's the claim that's the claim what do you think death is like uh this sounds corny and like something i honestly didn't really believe in i used to be afraid okay ron we won't judge you you don't have to think it you don't have to worry about it sounding corny we, w- we won't judge you us bro backers lush ladies vic we love you man we won't judge you okay well thanks vic for the reassurance um <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I, I full transparency before I had my awakening and uh, got into like spirituality or even back into my own religion. I, I always feared death. I, I thought I was like, I it blows my mind that a lot of the people um, and family and everything and leaving them or even like knowing one day my parents may will pass and um, and I will never see them again or have that connection. And it just like weirds me out. But I think now when I look at it, like I do think there is like a higher place that we go to. And it is very um, like, I think it is like probably how heaven is described in a sense, but I do think it just feels like a home and like loving and um everyone's like surrounded with each other and i do think you can reconnect with like past loved ones i so this is that's sick i'm stoked this is where i kind of differ than some like theologies around religion uh is i don't think there is a hell to be honest like i think um you do go through something when you pass away where you see all the things that have happened in your life and how other people were affected in it. And I think you learn from it and there's like a, um, there, that, that occurs. Um, but I don't think like, cause the way I see it is we're all souls and where we go is back to like the purest place, which is like united together. 
unfortunately, I think when we choose to come to like have this human experience, some souls like become fractured or because whether it's trauma or whatever it may be. And at the end of the day, I think this is what helped me with a lot of like just forgiveness of understanding there's both like good and evil. Like in the human experience, like we need that balance. It that's what we it helps us learn and grow and like and. I think at some point we have to choose like what path we want to take, but it was something that frustrated me a lot. I, I remember when Victor and I went to Charleston a few months ago, that was something I struggled with is like, I, I, I prior to my like awakening experience and even like, um, and even like during it and even, and definitely before it, I, I think a lot of it happened after my first relationship. I, I got, or actually it occurred a lot even when I went to college like Mm. I just got skewed because a lot of there weren't like there's not necessarily a lot of nice people like our people have like different intentions slash like and then it could always be self-serving impressionable years as well though yeah very impressionable years but it did carry on into my like early like to mid-20s where I didn't always like you know, unless it was uh, people that I cared about and trusted, like, but to random people or people I didn't have a good vibe with yet, or was still trying to figure it out. Like I, I wasn't always like the nicest person. And I definitely like, cause I, I knew an understanding that like a lot of people would serve out of their own interests or they will take advantage of you. And, um, and even in my past relationship where I felt like I literally, it was like probably the most like, like I could have, did not think I could have been like more loving, caring in it. Like it just like wasn't enough. And um, something, a conversation I had with Victor and Josh on the Charleston trip and my buddy Josh actually like put a lot into perspective. He, I was just like, like sometimes it just like, I don't know how you can keep just always like being nice. like knowing that some people definitely take advantage of it. And um, a good analogy he said was like, hey, like being nice or being good, it helps like weed out like who's actually like meant to be in your life slash like connect with versus like who's not. Like for all you know, like you're making so many like someone's day or like could be changing someone's whole perspective on things by just like doing a good deed. And then the people that like kind of just take advantage of you or like, or push you off or like maybe even unintentionally like hurt you because of you just being good. Like um, it, it's just kind of, sh- those are just signs like you shouldn't like stick to them. And then even during my like spiritual journey, like I've, I, it would still frustrate me. And then it was more like probably the fa- past like two, three months, like I would realize like, okay, like there's no point in like, being like um uh, intentionally like mean person or whatever it's more it's more of just like using your discernment of when to realize like you doing something good or like and is it being reciprocated in the sense of like does that person have good intentions for you or is it more self-serving intention to like use you and i think that was one of the lessons i needed to learn is just being a people pleaser like as one of my like core issues yeah because because what happens is like someone who's a people pleaser to like the mindset slash like perspective I had was, oh, if someone didn't appreciate like 
maybe me doing something like nice or like to or trying to just help them when they needed help and like it made me want to help more so that's where like the lack of discernment wasn't there when I would like um when I realized it wasn't being reciprocated or I may have been being like used it instead of realizing oh I'm being used or like this isn't healthy it it just made me want to keep helping more and then I think it clicked more in the past couple like a few months so anyways what I'm saying is like I think we all go through this part where when it is our time to pass we have to like live with the decisions we make and we do review like our life and then I think from there we take the knowledge we gain from that lifetime and hopefully once we go back to like where source or heaven or whatever it may be like we get to spend time with our loved ones and if we still haven't gone to a point of learning the lessons we still need to i think we come back for that human experience to hopefully uh do it differently oh a little mixture action huh that's my hypothesis you got a little mixture of the hindu and christianity guy the huh? reincarnation i do believe in reincarnation i you... think till you reach like your spiritual enlightenment or you know i think yeah you have you keep coming back so to you learn. think so you think assholes are out you think assholes out here in this world are really just uh people getting second third tries and trying to be the best version and eventually they're gonna be like gandhi in their 15th life is that what you're saying that there's like a stage of reconciliation as life progresses and they're reincarnated further is that what you're saying maybe into not animals or maybe into animals and they just become a cockroach because they're just shitty people <laughs> i think they reincarnate i don't know what they become what they do but i do think like and i'm not gonna say like asshole i don't really know what that means like maybe they're wow, an asshole, you know oh my god <laughs> you know like i don't want to say like they were an asshole oh, because of like shit. one one thing i know about them right like one does not know what asshole is if one has not ever seen or projected oneself like such to me it's more of a um like i could have had one bad experience with someone i'm not gonna be like there must be an asshole like you're you're a great guy dude they're definitely gonna be reincarnated next next lifetime they haven't learned you see some dude just talking shit and then a rat passes by and you're like dude that could be you next next life so you better chill the fuck out okay guy yeah i I, and the thing is i don't even necessarily know if they need to be like a gandhi either to like reach their enlightenment i think a lot of it is like reaching what your purpose was and like did you during your lifetime get to a point where you understood what your purpose was and um and did you make the impact that you were capable as a human being to make so who has that parameter who has the guy who has the the gauge of that that um gesture i guess well this is where i think it's interesting i think you yourself are the judge of your own life and like when we talk about vibrations and like, I know a little bit about that a little bit about that yeah some people might say some people might say you speak vibrations um and quick plug speaking vibrations has a their first episode dropping november 1st check it out You're gonna be part of uh, the we made it media um anything else to add to that Vic? no it sounds like you're reading off a checklist my guy hey you didn't see that checklist coming though dude check um but 
I think that's so you're carrying these different vibrations and I think that you're like the maker of your own like what ends up happening to you and when you're carrying like guilt shame um like remorse like some of those like really low vibration heavy feelings like and I the only ones who really know it are the persons themselves that are in it because they can everyone projects something differently and has a different way of projecting but when it comes time to pass and they like relive what their life was and how they made people feel and how they themselves felt like they're the ones who are going to know like I didn't do what I was supposed to do or I didn't learn what I was supposed to learn during this life and I think they come back to like do it differently or hopefully have a chance and um yeah so I think a lot of it like that's kind of that epiphany moment when you pass away um before you like go back and to like heaven or whatever so you're telling me that right when you well in well, this is probably it's not what you're telling me exactly what happens but in theory this could potentially be what's happening right when you die the flashback is all the react all the faces of all the things are the reactions of all the people that you said things to good or bad and then like throughout that whole flash you're like holy shit i've been such a dick to everyone and then you have that remorse that bad vibration that negativity that dwelling nature which then dwells you to hell is that what you're saying and you are condemned in your own uh, bad vibrations and your own toxic energy yeah so that's where i think theologies i believe in hell i i personally don't think there's a hell but there could be um because if there's a heaven there's a hell around i mean the same for, way that you you state it there has to be an opposite of it and which proclaims a hell well i think earth is like your you think earth heaven. is hell rom no i think earth is the heaven or hell like it, it's a mixture of both but i don't think when you go up like you're going to either heaven or hell like i think there's just one like i'm more in the spiritualist belief that you just go back to like source and you're connected with everyone else and religious belief is like with hell involved in the conversation no i don't i don't think there's hell no i'm saying with other religions you're more spiritual belief but in religious belief that would be the the school of thought to find or to understand there's an opposite of heaven and then would be proclaiming there's a hell right and so if we look at from me if we look at from a religious perspective that uh has like hell within it um because i actually don't think hinduism's hinduists believe in hell either they have a don't they have a god that has an extra scary mask that's like supposed to taunt you or something Mm, i don't know i haven't i i'll need to look it up i'll do my research on it i don't want to speak on it if i don't know honestly um but so the other side of it is i do think if you go to hell what hell really is it's like a shame guilt loop where i think you do replay a lot Mm. like the the moments where like that you've hurt like a lot of people like i think i think what hell really is is like you're constantly reliving it till you understand dude that's fucking scary sad and terrifying dude imagine really like honestly i the things that the decisions i make every single day are to confidently reassure myself that the things that do come up my head come into my head of you know negative like maybe the moment where 
I, you know, said something mean to someone unknowingly and they took and then, you know, it just really affected them. Like that replaying in my head would be so terrifying. But then all the decisions I make every single day is to solidify and improve that and to basically diminish that feeling. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine like just not being able to diminish that feeling and just it being a playback over dude. That is hell. That is straight. I feel like that's scarier than burning in an inferno. Oh yeah. I, I that dude, that would literally terrify if I just relived constantly like like my moments in life that gave me the worst shame. And mm. see, that's why I think that our real purpose in life is like just to become better human beings like it's it's 100 okay to make mistakes like if you and i didn't have those little moments where like we hurt someone or we like made someone feel and bad i would never be trying to be better does that mean and, and, that i was a fucking dick before now that i'm like constantly trying to always be better i mean yeah i mean you what? only you only you know the answer to that i don't know <laughs> Like, why? yeah, like, I guess if that's why you're essentially just saying why you're trying to be better. And that's a hundred percent. I was just joking. I mean, I still think you're a dick, but like, it's, <laughs> it, but you're a much better human being dick than you were before. So no, I'm just joking that's too. Interesting. But that was an interesting way to. All right. You wish. Anyways. Um, yeah. So see that's the thing i think that like differs good humans versus bad like i think there are a lot of people who and it's unfortunate may not have the resources or understand how to heal or like their ego is just so big where like they can't take the moment to like process that feeling of shame or um remorse or guilt and instead they just constantly distract themselves or tell themselves something different to not address it and then they continue to live their life in the same pattern and then what's really going to scare like or freak them out is if they do if they go to hell if that's a thing they have to replay that and like and then there's no really escaping that feeling because you don't have all these external things to like um to occupy your mind like you have to be with yourself and so for me like i think going to heaven or to at least fulfill whatever life lesson you're learned like that's why feelings is so important to be aware of and then exactly what you said it's like the feeling of shame like we're still all going to carry some like level of it throughout our life because we'll never be perfect but exactly what you said that should be exactly how i feel that feeling is to motivate us so day by day we continue to be better make different decisions improve ourselves and then like get to as close as we can to a point of like being love forward to where we don't leave this earth feeling we did more harm than good and but the opposite more good than bad and allow us to rest easy and that's the whole point of this journey it's just like be a to be a better human being and i think to me just from my own perspective that's where like having some sort of religion or rooted philosophy if you don't if you don't believe in like religion like finding a philosophy that resonates with you to find like good values and to go towards for guidance when you need it is so crucial to just making sure you stay on the right path absolutely it just creates almost like bumpers in a bowling alley for yourself the thing you know is, is like just bump yourself back into place and just keep you in line 
And I think when like you get better, like it just makes it easier to continue to be better. Like as you continue to make better decisions and become a better person and like make your impact. And I know we all have different like choice or, you know, paths in life. But for me, it's like, I do think one of my journeys in this life is to just try to like help people as much as I can. For sure. For sure. I as well. What are your thoughts, Vic? What do you think happens after death? What do I think happens after, after death? I think when you die, um, you go through some kind of deep emotional trip, I guess, for lack of better words, you, you go through this psychotropic review of, um, your life the you know the exactly what you were saying the remorses but i don't think in the way that reincarnation is actually uh a thing i think of it a way in a way of just more of a you're you're just in a dream state to be honest you're just in a dream state and you are just content i don't know i i don't think i think think you reconnect with your loved ones sure if that's what you want to do i think yeah if you if you want to do that i think you're capable of doing anything you want at that point just like in a dream state you know it's just like in the movie um when they layer the dreams um with leonardo inception inception yeah like the way that they are able to understand that they're in a dream and they can literally manifest anything before them right oh yeah yeah so you know i have like the exact same concept so this is like my thought on reincarnation or coming back for to choose the human experience again i think it's like a <laughs> i think it's this funny thing where you're like up there and you're like you're enjoying like you know your ability to manifest dream like it like that dream world state but then you were like eh why not like it wasn't that bad looking back at it and you're like i'll do i'll go ahead and do another little trip on earth again <laughs> like you have the option when you get up there like, you just yeah. do your whole entire life and they're like do you want to do it again or do you just want to live with the memories that you have because i think when you do die you live with the memories or all the mm all the like uh that's why i think we we should strive to be the best version of ourselves because that that not only lasts forever within earth like what you were saying like it just leaves the earth better than we found it right i agree i do think you can choose to stay and so do you ever do you believe in the fact that like your ancestors like sometimes come to like like they can come down just to guide you more like as a spirit guide than anything. Yeah, I think ancestors are super powerful. I think they are the source of our wisdom. I agree. And I'm going to share like an experience why I believe it's true. When I was like really struggling in December, January, as I like was still trying to unpack my own trauma and like go through my like spiritual awakening and stuff and I had to take that huge exam and I literally started studying three weeks before and I really needed to start like six weeks but I kept procrastinating I was procrastinating but I was like so depressed too like I just like couldn't get myself to focus I swear 
I believe my aunt, who was like a professor, and like you, she's she lived in India, and like one of the smartest w- women I know. I swear, I just felt like I felt her, like almost like because she came to me in like a dream, which is like the one weird part. But it was like in a dream, she's like, you, "You, I know you're better than this. Like you, you, it's time to go." And like literally from that like day starting like i've studied more in those three weeks that i ever have like in my life and i ended up passing that exam but like i she told me she's like if you start like today like you will pass and like and it just i was like oh shit and i just had the weirdest like kick and that's what also like helped me get more discipline in my spiritual awakening journey too but yeah i i, I think it's real i don't think that's there's no coincidence like that would happen yeah that's just like in dream states like what i was saying the same way that that was her interaction i think that's the way that we interact inter i think when we when we sleep in theory i think um we're tap we're able to tap into communicating with dead communicating with inanimate objects communicating you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm whether it was impacting us when we were awake and aware of it but subconsciously denying it or like you know what i mean but when we're sleeping that it's all truth right like whether you were you know at a party and you knew that you know you did something wrong or something behind someone's back and they they didn't know but people can feel that in the room people can feel or the you know the other person can feel the animosity that's the that's what i'm talking about the honesty that's never said but then whenever you're dreaming it's 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 honesty and pure and i think that i think when you sleep and you when you dream you're able to access definitely you know other worlds i guess for a lack of better terms and that is amazing to hear i'm telling you you need to watch nine perfect strangers dog you need to what watch is, it what is it on is it on netflix it's on hulu okay um no, i don't have hulu but if i'll just remind me and i'll send you a link to be able to find uh where to, to watch it but okay um yeah and i think it's imperative because you know some people lose a loved one you know instantaneously that's so traumatic they don't have the ability to cope with you know the goodbye they don't have closure these things can haunt and taunt dude and yeah um there, i think that's definitely one of the most uh beautiful things about death right mm-hmm. they imprint they imprint they imprint themselves in everyone that they love and loves them forever like they're she's coming into your dreams what years later you know what i mean and pow like in the most powerful way changing your life <laughs> oh yeah yeah she like really talk about wisdom me. exactly yeah it's interesting i mean i guess we'll all find out one day what actually happens but um yeah yeah i i I mean a short little snippet of from my side of that um my grandfather who i'm named after both my grandfathers right and Mm -hmm. both of them are pretty dope dudes and once i realized i was like i came to a big realization that I held a lot of weight and I held honor and you know I pride holding these names and I I felt I felt some like 
not necessarily overnight or like instantaneously but now that i like look back and like over time like i i did feel a rejuvenation of motivation almost like i had some shoes to fill and i had to better my life because i'm staying i'm you know I have honor to withhold. I have names mm-hmm. of people who are, you know, great and who people who are remembered to be great and who will still be remembered as great even after I'm gone, right? But what if I just shit it on their name, right? <laughs> what if I was just yeah. like a mass murderer and then my name like comes off as just like forever known as man? And then those, and then you know, my ancestors' names are now tied in with a mass murder. It's just like. That's just the drastic opposite side, but just to show how I feel about it. And well, um, doing the, our best. We're, we're, we are the best. Yeah, I, well, one, I think you'll do the name. Ju- it's justice. And I don't think you need to put so much pressure on yourself. You're already doing a phenomenal yeah. job. And I'm thank sure you. they would tell you the same thing. Yeah, thank you. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, uh, well, I said that with with um, confidence. Sorry, loud. It's not. I, I mean, I do get vulnerable on the pod. I'm not gonna lie. This, this just was not one of them. <laughs> says I know after he says I could be a I mean, mass it was, murderer. It, there's there's just a more amazing story that I didn't share. So I actually had this conversation with a bunch of my aunts and uncles and my grandma in California the last time I was with everyone for my cousin's birthday. What'd your you grandma go, say? Um, so they brought it up to me first and like me being named after my grandpa. And then I was like, oh, I'm absolutely aware. And I hold it with pride, blah, blah, blah. And then we get into this conversation about, and then, you know, I now know that I am, you know, withholding the standard of values to say the least in the most humble way. (laughs) <laughs> good good save you like that yeah i do like that good yeah, save. yeah it was uh, it was needed really you think so i think last pot i was pretty vulnerable i think it's pretty balanced hey your your um belief is the only one that matters so it's true i got a couple of dms saying you're so brave for being so vulnerable so you know i just felt like i had to just balance it out a little bit What are you doing? Not much, dude. Just hanging out. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. It sounded like you were on a board or something. Um, Typically am. Just not right now. Well, that was a pretty heavy... We, we did deep on some pretty heavy topics. That was fun. Yeah. Um, Keep your weekend, bro. Uh, I think we'll just let it... We'll let it wait till Friday. We'll let it wait till Friday. Oh, shit. Okay. Love you guys. Peace. Uh, live, laugh, love. Peace. Live, laugh, love. Peace. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And um. The intro. Um. 